Imagine a world where individuals reach their fitness goals because they know exactly what to do and how to do it. That's the vision that gets us up every morning here at RxFit. We are on a mission of helping individuals reach their goals through prescribed fitness. The Faces of RxFit podcast is a continuation of that mission. Let's face it, the vast majority of individuals are either unhappy or unhealthy when it comes to their overall health. This podcast is dedicated to both sharing our stories and teaching our community how sleep, nutrition, exercise, mindset, and connection with others are the key variables that will transform us to happier and healthier people. Every Monday, we interview someone in our community that has made that transformation from unhappy and unhealthy to happy and healthy. Then every Friday, an RxFit coach will share their unique insights on one of these five variables. For those not a part of our gym community, receive your free fitness prescription by signing up for our No Sweat intro on our website, rxfit.health. Now, let's get to today's episode. All right. Okay, I'm here with Brandon Judd, professional wakeboard coach and member of the RX Fit location in Springville. Brandon, uh, thanks for joining here this evening. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, tell us, you've been on the online coaching platform for about two weeks now, is that right? Yeah, okay. roughly. But how's your experience been? It's been good. It's been different. It definitely is an adjustment from in-person mm-hmm. coaching. <clears throat> it sort of changes the value proposition a bit, which I found kind of interesting and didn't expect at first. Uh, I've been trying to pay attention to it a little bit as I, I'm a coach myself and, uh, you know, it's <laughs> things have changed very rapidly <laughs> with with the this virus being out there and so it, it it forces us to adapt and i've been paying a close close attention to what you guys have been doing as i'm about to enter my busy season yeah. to see ways that we can figure that out so uh yeah it's 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 been kind of interesting the biggest thing for me was learning how to shift what i expected out of the coaching right because it it was almost the opposite in in person the social pressure of going to the gym and having a specific time and having a coach make sure your form is correct in person all of those things are mm-hmm. gone when you're remote yep. right so but all of the things that were up to me beforehand now I have help with outside of the gym, right? So it, it, it's like the coach flipped inversely from the <laughs> roles that the coaches at the gym were playing as a coach at the gym. It, it just flipped and took over everything else except for exactly what they were doing, <laughs> right? So <laughs> it's kind of a funky difference, but uh, I've been settling into it and starting to get used to it and – um, I do really like a lot of aspects of it. I definitely miss some aspects of the in-person yeah, totally. part, right? But uh, but now I kind of know what to expect and where the value transfer yeah. is and what to look forward to with that. So that that's that's been good. If if you were to summarize uh, the the value proposition, because you brought that up, 
into one word or one phrase, what would it be? What are you receiving from the online coaching platform? It's hmm. a good question. I don't know how else to put it. I don't, I, I'm not going to have this be a nice packaged phrase yet because <laughs> it's just kind of flowing out of my brain in an or, unorganized way. But essentially, it's teaching me how to coach myself, if that makes uh-huh. sense. Explain. So <clears throat> like for today, for today, for example, you guys gave me the workout mm-hmm. of the day and it was running with incremental air squats every minute at, yeah every minute i misinterpreted that and it wrong, <laughs> but whatever so <laughs> regardless uh i would have had i not had coaching i would have just run my comfortable normal you know two miles and been mm-hmm. done with it but i was like well shoot i get through those two miles in like 14 15 minutes and i'm done so I should probably run for the full half hour. And it just had sort of my, what I was going to report. I had that in the back of my head as I was running of like, well, I need to, I'm going to have to report this. Right. The the accountability part was good, but I also had to kind of coach myself in a sense that, I've been doing kind of out of the box things, working on building muscle. And so sometimes I over exhaust certain muscle groups and then we have a workout of the day that uses those, uses yeah. those. So I have to make some adaptations and all that, but um, I don't know how to explain it, but the way that my brain works, I try to see patterns in things and I try to find what you guys would have told me. Interesting. Already. And I kind of pre-guess what you're going to say after I, like I'll write my own report up and I'm like, all right, I bet it's going to be this kind of, (laughs) and then every once in a while you guys surprise me and it helps me sort of recode and recalibrate that. So what happens is I get the voice in the back of my head that like kind of guides my workouts and my accountability. The more frequent touch points I have with my coaches, digitally the more it reshapes what my own inner voice is going to tell me to do based on what i know i'm gonna have to report. oh i love Does it that makes sense it's kind of a yeah weird, it's kind of a weird thing so i'm learning how to kind of coach myself yeah. better because when i run into these positions i'm like well i could make an excuse and say this but then they would counter with that you know what i mean and and once you get to know someone and someone's coaching style well enough, you start to kind of pre-predict what their responses are yeah. going to be. And, and even without them physically there with me, I, 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 I would guess about what they would say. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I sort of hit those things before they happen and it, it's, it's helped me coach myself a lot better. I like sure. it. You know, the, the reason I wanted you on the podcast after having coached you remotely for a couple of weeks now is your experience has been awesome in regards to, and you've kind of hinted at this, but in regards to the mindset portion, the thinking portion in the booklet, and also the connecting portion. Can you maybe speak a little bit to the value in that and how you've managed to maybe not whine, complain, or make excuses and maybe spend some more quality time with 
one of your sons or your spouse and how that's affected your overall health? Sure. So I have never really reported on those things. Yeah. They're, they're touchy feely, right? Well, yeah. And it, it just framed in that way. I never really organized my daily experiences and summed uh-huh. them up in that way. Right. Like that's a lot of why journaling really helps people is they're able to look back and sum it up. And then in their summary, sometimes they learn something about themselves as they summarize an experience. Yeah. Right. So that's why active listening works so well is someone just sort of brain dumps at you and then you have to take all these random thoughts and reorganize them into a coherent sentence and repeat it back to the person and say, I'm understanding that you're saying this, is that correct? And oftentimes they're like, well, yeah, I mean, that's correct, but it sounds really dumb. I should probably just get (laughs) over it. Right. So, or vice versa, or it's like, you know what? Yeah, that is what I'm saying. And now you have a clear message of what Uh is happening. And, and then it lets people say, wow, I didn't realize that was actually the problem. I just, I didn't connect those dots. And now I know how to solve it once I've diagnosed what the problem is. So with those things specifically, you know, there are always things that everyone agrees they want to be better at, but having to summarize them and organize those bullet points and put them in a sentence that you're telling someone else about it. It helps. It helps me because I never really, like I said, I never reported on them and I was always trying to improve on them, but I never summarized it to kind of be like, well, I, today was good. And, and another day I didn't do so good and I didn't really pay attention to that. Uh-huh. pattern right because patterns emerge when you start putting connecting yeah. those dots and so um i wouldn't say that it has caused me to change my actions because i know i'm gonna report on it later mm-hmm. in the day right i'm i'm like oh i thought i might make an excuse <laughs> here but i don't want to report it wrong you know what i mean like i don't that doesn't yeah. happen yeah. i just but retroactively looking at what happened each day and then wondering, you know, how did I do? And what what is it about that? And it just starts to change your outlook mm-hmm. on the stuff you're going through, yeah. right? So I thought that was kind of interesting as that's evolved. Uh, it's been a nice point of reflection, yeah. right? Because like e- even anything that you say to me after that, other than like, you know, go team, <laughs> like good job being – good or you'll get it tomorrow like it's all just i know it's going to be encouragement coming after that um and you're not going to get into the psychology and be like hey next time this happens you need to treat so and so more like like i know you're not going to coach me in that way um but forcing me to summarize and regurgitate those experiences to you is more of the learning part like there's more learning in that than, than anything you would say as a yeah. response you know what i mean yeah you know that's interesting and and that's what i appreciate your perspective on this i we had a coach's training earlier this morning as we're getting everyone ramped up to the online coaching and the conversation that we were having is the value in online coaching sure there's value in the accountability there's value in holding people to routines um especially in a in a time when it's so easy to veg out on the couch and watch Netflix, but also we're the guide asking almost rhetorical questions that you know the answer to. And just having that self-reflection 
teaches yourself, which is why I like the point you mentioned. I'm learning to almost coach myself because, you know, in my opinion, after coaching in the past couple of weeks, you have legitimate reasons to complain right now or to make excuses. But the sheer fact that you're reflecting on these instances and trying to come up with creative solutions or alternate ways of not making an excuse to go work out or PR your mile time, which you just did, or you don't have access to weights right now and you're trying to bulk. That's a huge issue, but you're yeah. not, but you're not making yeah. an excuse about it, you know? And just right. uh, from my perspective, it's how do I not preach to the choir, but also maybe ask the appropriate questions or just put in place the appropriate accountability measures to help Brent Brandon continue to keep the momentum rolling or the dominoes falling. So anyway, I I really appreciate your insight. Um, Just as a wrap up, um, I'm not looking for anything specific, but what, what has been your thoughts with the connect portion? Oh yeah. Um, Yeah. It's been, it's been weird not being able to engage in person the way that we've been typically Mm -hmm. doing things. And I'm not too foreign to that idea because a lot of my students are far away. A lot of my friends are far away and I've been connect. I've been finding ways to connect digitally for a while now. Uh, I don't know how many hours of Marco Polo videos I've exchanged back and forth with some of my (laughs) best friends. (laughs) Um, Just kind of an ongoing conversation, you know, that, that we have. And, And that's always been really nice. And, and uh i'm trying to be more intentional with my time too so making sure that all of my relationships are intentionally connected right now because if you know if if we can't have an excuse to be around other people just for the sake of being around other people we have to intentionally create time digitally with them and and it does force a lot more yeah. intentionality unless they're, you know, in, in our immediate family and we're semi-quarantined yeah. with them. Uh, but, but, you know, it, it, it's been, it's been an interesting intentionality shift. I think it's just made it more obvious, right? You can't have acquaintances yeah. now. <laughs> it's like you have really intentional interactions <laughs> with people. So, um, it's not like, Oh yeah, I saw so-and-so at the store the other day and we felt <laughs> this, you know, peer pressure to talk about something and so we came up with kind of a you know halfway engaged conversation just to be polite and then we moved on like those don't happen anymore so um now we have to be a lot more intentional about that and not miss out on opportunities like that so well brandon yeah i appreciated your insight and i wanted to go um i know it's going to be a little bit longer than maybe some of the other people on this episode that's going to air. But uh, yeah, you know, the, the thinking portion and the connecting portion are kind of experience experiments right now. We recognize them as valuable pieces to your overall health that are more subjective measures, kind of that cause reflection, and they're tougher to put on a graph and say, look, I'm improving here. But they certainly, they certainly make a difference. Dis- right a difference in the long-term game. And, 
Yeah. You know, I'm not positive if the way we're reporting it and the way we're tracking it is the best way. I know they're important, but it's it's these two components I'm really interested in and invested in and trying to figure out how can we move the needle a little bit more uh, between an athlete's ears? What are they thinking about? And also their overall experience of what's going on. So with others. Yeah. Well, there, there's one thing I was thinking since I've been at it for a couple of weeks that feels like maybe there's a piece missing that would be sweet that we could yeah. incorporate. Cause I'm, I'm kind of a big goals guy and I really like working toward something that where I can see some results. And I think it would be interesting to have like a weekly check-in that talks about what, what goals have you made and what plans have you made for the week? I like, like it. scheduling, right? Because one of the hardest thing for me is to have a specific time every day that I'm committed to going out because some work email pops up or something happens and then I yeah. get pushed off 30 to 40 minutes before I start my workout, which causes it to be longer. And then it delays yeah. the rest of my day and yeah. whatever else. So if I had some sort of scheduled, which I'm, I'm working on being way better at, I just now have way less social pressure <laughs> to keep it on time. You know, I mean, Fernanda will <laughs> yell at you if you show up to her class late. You know what I mean? So, but now like the class happens yeah. whenever I want the class to happen. Yeah. So, um, you know, not only scheduling, but also some goals, like maybe with the think and connect portions, maybe it's like, well, what aspect of, of, of that do you want to improve? Like pick one person next week you want to connect with that you haven't and that you yeah. want to. Or oh, something I like, like it. That. And, and you know, maybe something with the think portion of, you know, what's something that you, you feel very negative about that you want to start feeling positive about. And maybe we start shifting that. So something like that, where we take a step back and look at a 10,000 foot view um, periodically with the coach, I think would really help make the week reporting way more yeah. intentional and less, less. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, we're continuing to refine this process. It's, it's a new thing that we've been forced to kind of innovate with, but I really like it. I think it opens up opportunities to stay more engaged and to, to further help, um, the members of the gym. Right. But I, well, the thing that it's going to be the biggest for me, cause I travel mm-hmm. a lot in the summers. This thing is cool because if I'm here and say Corona is not a thing and we're doing the normal gym thing and then I'm gone for a week and I'm responsible for my own workouts in the hotel room with limited Uh access to whatever, right? It would be awesome to have this thing refined and to take this (laughs) COVID-19 moment to perfect this. And then when people are out of town, they're like, Hey, I'm gone for a week. It doesn't mean that they stop exercising. Yeah. And and they they go remote. And it exactly This is, I I just think there's lots of upsides here. Awesome. I'm with you. Um, thanks for letting me chat with you and press record on our conversation. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you have questions you would like asked on this podcast, send them to me through the gym's Instagram account at rxfit.gym. Also, as a final reminder, if you don't currently work out with us at rxfit, I invite you to email me at tyler at rxfit.health where we can discuss your 2020 health goals.
Let's do this together.